Okay, excellent. So we can start. Daniel chapter four. I'm a really amazing book. It, it's Daniel's a, it's just a beautiful book. Among the many, but uh, we can start. Daniel chapter four from verse one. We'll uh, we'll read till uh, when Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. That's the Daniel chapter four from verse one to three. Nebuchadnezzar the king, and to all people, nations, languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multitude unto you. I thought it uh, good to show to show the signs and wonders that the high God hath wrought toward me. How great are his signs, how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. His dominion is from generation to generation. Nebuchadnezzar hmm. was proclaiming yeah, of the power and authority and uh, the preeminence of the kingdom of God. Imagine it from a wicked, wicked Babylonian king to a king who ended up serving God. Nebuchadnezzar, but let's carry on. Now from chapter four, we're going to read from verse four till uh, till twenty till eighteen. Was from verse four to eighteen. We're going to see a dream Nebuchadnezzar had. I Nebuchadnezzar was at rest in mine house and flourishing in my place. I saw a dream which made me afraid, and the thoughts upon my bed, visions of my head troubled me. Therefore, I made a decree to bring it to bring in all the wise men of Babylon before me that they might make known unto me the interpretation of the dream. Then came in the magicians, the astrologers, the Chaldeans, the soothsayers. I took the, I told the dream before them, but they did not make known unto me the interpretation thereof. And I see so much similarity again with the Joseph. When the people could not interpret the kings, you know, they couldn't interpret the seven fat cows, as the, uh, the seven thin cows. They couldn't. And, same instance, yeah. You, you can't interpret what uh, what God has brought. You can't interpret unless God gives you a revelation. You can't, yeah. That's the same thing, guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know sometimes uh, that's what I say. That's the same thing. Yeah. That's why you find like um, maybe someone out of Christ. That's why I always tend to wonder someone who tries to interpret scripture for me and they they're really out of Christ. I find it quite amazing. Yeah, because it'll end up like the same instance with the. Uh, with the, the guy in the eunuch. You guys recall the Ethiopian eunuch, yeah? He was trying to interpret Isaiah 53, but he was not comprehending, yeah? He couldn't comprehend the scripture. And until Philip, who was used by God, revealed unto him. And uh, that's the same instance, yeah? We need his spirit to give us understanding. And uh, astrologers have been there, the magicians, they couldn't interpret it. They just couldn't interpret the dream. They couldn't. Why? Because it just shows that their power is limited. It's limited, yeah. It's not all powerful. It's it's all vanity. It's not powerful. It's the power of God. This is uh, the all powerful, yeah, omnipotent. And I'll take you guys back. I remember the other day, the other day. Okay, I wasn't personally there when we were, you guys were going through Daniel chapter two, yeah, due to some certain circumstances. But as I recall, as I read that chapter, the Nebuchadnezzar still had another dream, yeah, where in fact this time Nebuchadnezzar didn't tell the people the dream. I don't know if you guys were there. This time, Nebuchadnezzar didn't tell the people the dream. Nebuchadnezzar said, eh? he said, I had a dream, tell me my dream and tell me the interpretation. And the people couldn't. The magicians, the astrologers, they couldn't. And what did Nebuchadnezzar do? Nebuchadnezzar made an order to, for them to be executed. But then he came again to Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where it came to pass where, you know, the king now was, uh, he, he asked them, yeah, can you interpret? He said, give us a few days. and." Uh, those days he prayed and God uh, God uh, revealed unto him the 
the vision, yeah? God revealed unto him the dream and the interpretation. It's amazing. But that was the instance, yeah? Daniel too, yeah? But this time Nebuchadnezzar told the people the dream, but still they couldn't even interpret it. Likewise, unlike Daniel too, but let's carry on. From verse 8. From verse 8. But at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belteshazzar. Of course, Belteshazzar was, uh, as you guys read from verse 1, Belteshazzar was the name that these Babylonians, these Chaldeans gave to Daniel. Uh, but don't confuse by them. The, you'll see two times, you'll see Belteshazzar and you'll see Belshazzar. Belshazzar was Nebuchadnezzar's successor. That was the next king. Yeah, he was a, when Daniel was taken to Babylon, he found the first one reigning. In Babylon was uh, Nebuchadnezzar. The second one who was reigning is Belshazzar, the one who was uh, Nebuchadnezzar's successor. Don't confuse, he's called Belshazzar, but again, Daniel's other name is Belteshazzar. Something that uh, you could know down to as carry on in the book of Daniel, but per se. But at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And before him, I told him the dream, saying, Of course, now you know it's Nebuchadnezzar testifying in this chapter, he's testifying yeah? till verse uh, 27, yeah? till verse 19. So you know, Nebuchadnezzar is saying this is what he told Daniel eh? from verse 9. Oh, Belteshazzar, master of the magicians. Because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in thee. No secret troubleth thee. Tell me the visions of my dream. I was just saying that. that um, verse 9, yeah? We're carrying on reading. Verse 9, Daniel chapter 4, verse 9. Oh, Belteshazzar, master of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in thee, and no secret trouble with thee. Tell me the visions of my dream that I have seen and the interpretations thereof. That's what the visions of mine, the, that's what the visions of mine head in my bed. I saw and behold a tree. Now from verse 10, we get to see the, the dream Nebuchadnezzar had, yeah? Um, get to see the dream, yeah? Let us hear the dream. It was really amazing. The dream of a tree. Let's carry in verse 10 to 19. That's what the visions of mine head in my bed, I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth, and the height thereof was great. The tree grew and was strong. The height thereof reached unto heaven, and the side thereof to the end of all the earth. The leaves thereof were fair, and the fruit thereof much, and it was meat for all. The beasts of the field had shadow under it, and the fowls of the heavens dwelt in the, in the boughs thereof, and all the flesh was fed of it. I saw in the visions of, of my head upon my bed, behold, a watcher, and an holy one came down from heaven. He cried loud and said, That's you hew down the tree, cut and cut off his branches, shake off his leaves, scatter his fruit, let the beast get away from under it, and the fowls from his branches. Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth, even with a band of iron, and the brass and the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven. Let his portion be with the beast and the grass of the earth. Let his heart be changed from man's, and let a this heart be given unto him, and let seven times pass over him. This matter is by the decree of the watchers, and the demand by the word of the holy ones, to the intent that the living may know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and give it to whomsoever he will, and set up over it the bestest of men. This dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have seen. Now thou, O Belshazzar, declare the interpretation thereof, for as much as all them, for as much as uh, 
all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known unto me the interpretation, but thou art able, for the spirit of the holy God is in thee. So you just seen, yeah? Nebuchadnezzar, the dream, he saw a tree, yeah? A tree in the middle of the earth, and uh, this was a big tree, yeah? Basically, you guys have seen the tree, it was growing, yeah? The tree was in the, it was in the midst of the earth, and the height of the tree was great, yeah? And the tree, it, it, was, it grew and it was strong, and the height thereof reached unto the heaven. This must have been a, quite a large tree, yeah? And under it, the fowls of heaven dwelt in the boughs, and they have all flesh was fed of it. I saw in the visions of my head, yeah? He saw again, Nebuchadnezzar say he saw a watcher. You know, he saw one holy one coming out of heaven. Command he fought for that tree to be cut down, for it to be hewn down. Yeah. And this was, uh, you'll get to see, yeah? this, uh, this was actually an angel, yeah? You'll find that the tree, the tree is representing Nebuchadnezzar, yeah? and uh, the one who came down from heaven was, uh, was an angel, yeah? Spoke on behalf of God, yeah? And we'll get to see, yeah? So this tree, yeah? It was a large tree and it was told to be cut down, but nevertheless, leave the stumps of the root. I don't want to repeat, but if you, you could go through that scripture again, it's quite amazing, yeah? The interpretation. So let us carry on here. What is the interpretation? Let's look fully at this, yeah? And, but uh, actually, verse 17, again, one thing I'd like to mention here, yeah? verse 16 again, yeah? You're seeing that this person here, yeah? that uh, again, there's, they're being commanded here yeah, that let his heart. So we're seeing this tree, representing a person so person yeah? and his heart to be changed from a man to a beast and uh, let it pass seven times but if you've read the book of daniel uh, you went through syria i believe you know you might have a maybe close interpretation here yeah, of all this was this was nebuchadnezzar being taken to to the to the to, uh, to be changed as a beast yeah when nebuchadnezzar being went to uh, the animals he became as an animal and went to eat grass yeah we'll, we'll get to see you get to see even why, why, how did he end up there? Yeah. And again, you know, another thing we learn, we learn there, yeah. You see this, this one, who holy one, yeah. Why did he say that? So that he could know that the most high ruler in the kingdom of men. Yeah, to know that God rules in the kingdom of men. This house, the governments, everything, yeah. Yeah, and he gives it. That's another thing we learn that God gives the kingdom to anyone he wills. But we'll get to make the conclusion after reading the whole chapter. So of course Nebuchadnezzar, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't able to interpret neither of the wise men of the kingdom, but he trusted in Daniel because he knew there was something in him. There's a holy thing in him. That's the thing. When you're Christ, people, there's always a distinction. Yeah. He knew there has to be something in him. Yeah. There has to be. But let's carry on from verse 19 to 27. Let's get to know that. Let's get to see the interpretation. Yeah. Let us get to see the interpretation from verse 19 to 27. The same Daniel chapter 4 from verse 19 to 27. So we're told. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was a stoned. Was a stoned for one hour. His thoughts troubled him. The king spake and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble thee. Belteshazzar answered and said, My Lord, the dream to be to them that hate thee, and the interpretation thereof to thine enemies. The tree that thou sawest, which grew, and was strong, whose height reached unto the heaven, the side thereof to all the earth, whose leaves were fair, and the fruit thereof, and much in it was made meat for all, under which the beasts of the field dwelt upon, whose branches the fowls of the heaven had the inhabitation. I think this Daniel, you know, now is taking the parts of what Nebuchadnezzar told him uh, was Nebuchadnezzar dreamt, and uh, you know, he's comprising all of it and saying, you know, 
He's telling Nebuchadnezzar, he said, Nebuchadnezzar, what you saw? This was you. Yeah, it was you, verse 22. Yeah? It is thou, it is you, O king. Thou art grown and become strong, for thy greatness is grown and reached unto heaven, thy dominion to the end of the earth. Yeah? Let's look at what happened. What happened here? Yeah? Verse 23 to 27 again. And whereas the king saw a watcher and an holy one coming down from heaven and saying, Hewn down the tree and destroy it, yet the leaves, yet the yet leave the stump of the roots thereof in the earth, even with the band of iron and brass and the tender grass of the field, and uh, let it be wet with the dew of heaven, let his portion be with the beast of the field, till seven times pass over. This is the interpretation, O king, which is the, this is the decree of the most high which has come upon my lord the king. Again, never you see, you're, you're seeing the same thing here. Daniel is compromising it. What was there in the Nebuchadnezzar dream and saying, you know, that watcher, this was God commanding it. Yeah? It was the instruction of the Lord, yeah. The decree of the most time which has come upon Nebuchadnezzar. Again, verse 25: that they that they shall drive thee, they shall drive you from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and they shall wait thee with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass, again, you know, seven times, seven, seven years shall pass over thee, till thou knowest that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men, and give it to whomsoever he will. Again, you're seeing, and Nebuchadnezzar was to be in that field until he knew that it was the most high who rules the kingdom of heaven, and he gives it to whomsoever he wills. Yeah? Again, we'll get to see verse 26, 28 to 27. And whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the tree roots, thy kingdom shall be sure unto thee, after thou shalt have known that the heavens do rule. Wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee. And but let's okay, let's go to let's go to verse 27. But I think this is verse 26. The tree again, remember it was instructed here, yeah? but don't hewn down the stumble of the roots here. Yeah? Let it stay, yeah. That's the thing. God uh, could still left his kingdom here. Yeah? When Nebuchadnezzar was sent to the field, the kingdom. Uh, you see, he was there to learn the lesson here, yeah? learn it the hard way, yeah? that it's the Most High who rules in the heaven. Yeah, it's the Most High who rules in the heaven, and he gives the kingdom. And of course, after Nebuchadnezzar came to his senses, we'll get to see in the, the next verse, that uh, in the next few verses, yeah? then he realized, you know, that it indeed is the Most High who rules it. And of course, God, uh, he, he still preserved his kingdom. Yeah? He still went back to it. But now he was uh, led by God. Yeah? And to ruling it here. Yeah? Now he was led by God. Imagine that someone who built a mighty, mighty kingdom, mighty Babylonian kingdom. This you can, I believe there are many secular books that write on this. It was a mighty Babylonian kingdom here. Yeah? Now imagine now him going to eat grass. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, guys. Yeah? It's foolishness. All this, it's, it's vanity and meaningless. It's only the word of God which stands in it. It's only spirit here. Yeah? The rest is all is vanity. It's vanity here. Yeah? But we get to see actually why, what led to this. Why did Nebuchadnezzar go and eat grass? Yeah? So his kingdom shall be sure, yeah, uh, sure, shall be surely there. He was assured of the kingdom when he comes back. Of course, it will be there. Yeah, it will be there. After he comes back, now he's being led by God. Then verse 27, Wherefore, king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off thy sins by righteousness, and thine iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. Again, we were saying it was he was a wicked. Nebuchadnezzar was a wicked man, yeah? He was an idolater, but 
He changed. That's why I always said, well, there is hope. No matter what you've done, what you've engaged yourself. There is, there is always hope. Yeah. There is always hope. There's always hope with our God. No matter what, there's always hope. I believe we can now carry on yeah, to the last. Let's look at this because what we're actually going to look at is what led, eh? what led Nebuchadnezzar going into that place. Yeah? We need to know what led. Yeah? And this is what we're going to see, verse 28. This is why I said, be careful yeah, with pride. Where I, there's a whole community, supposedly they call themselves the love community. Of course, you know, I believe that's their main thing, pride. They say pride or something like that, yeah? Pride month, something like that. Love community, yeah? In quotes. Well, let's carry on. From verse 28. Verse 28 to 33. Let's see what led to those events. Verse 28 to 33. This is what it says. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of 12 months, he walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon. And the king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon? that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and the honor of my majesty. I see this. Nebuchadnezzar say it's amen, man. Glory to me. Eh? Look at this mighty kingdom I've built for the power, by the mighty power I have, yeah? and the honor, for the honor of his majesty. Nebuchadnezzar was filled with pride. It wasn't him. Glory is to God, guys. That's why. Glory is always to God. Let's look at what happened here. Verse 31, while the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken, the kingdom is departed from thee. And they shall drive thee from men, thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, seven times shall pass over thee until thou knowest the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth, giveth it to whomsoever he will. And the same hour was a was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar? He was driven from men and did it grass as oxen. And his body was wet with dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like the eagles of feathers, his nails like the bird's claws. He became as an animal, yeah? Nebuchadnezzar went and he became as an animal. Filled with pride, he paid the price, yeah? No, the kingdom you have, it's not by your own might. Everything, nothing you have in your life, it's not by your might. It's because of God's grace upon you, yeah? It's because of his grace for what he's given. Because of God, yeah, never take pride. Yeah. Glory to God. That's how you find the purpose and fulfillment. Let's get into to see the conclusion of Nebuchadnezzar on this matter. As we said, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was addressing this chapter. We can finish off verse 30, 34 to 37. Verse 34 to verse 35 to 37. At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me. And I bless the Most High and praise and honor him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. I see this. At the end of those times, at the end of those days, he lifted. It's amazing. And uh, let's just kind of let me just read the whole chapter. There were verse, few verses. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? At the same time, my reason returned unto me, and for the glory of my kingdom, mine own and my brightness returned unto me. My counselors and my lords sought unto me. I was established in my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added unto me. And now Nebuchadnezzar praise and extol 
and honor the kingdom of heaven. All whose works are truth and his ways judgment. Who's, and that those who walk in pride, he is able to abuse. It's a key lesson also we learn from this. God humbles the proud. God abuses the proud. God humbles the proud. Nothing ever goes also. This goes again with sin. Nothing goes undefiled. God judges. He'll judge. Same with the proud. God will abuse the proud. He'll humble them. Yeah. He'll humble them. So this we see, eh? Nebuchadnezzar, eh? He, he realized now at the end of those seven years, yeah? what, what was he doing? He came back to his senses. He blessed the most high God. He came to his senses and he praised him and he honored him. He honored him. Him that lives forever. This is our God. This is El. This is Elohim. This is Yahweh. This is your God. It's Jesus. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. It's, it's all vanity. It's the thing you, when you read the, it's, it's vanity. It's meaningless. All that's here or not, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. You might work 100 years, you might get the money, all everything. Oh, you, it'll make you happy for it, but it's meaningless. It's vanity. That's why you can never find any satisfaction with anything in this world. And that's a fact. But then, guys, you see, that's a fact, because you know, I always ask you guys, eh? now, if, is there something you're very excited about you? Yeah? And then after you got it, you just got bored with it. That's the thing. You'll never find any satisfaction with anything, nothing. Not in a car, not in any, not in any object, not in any pleasure, it's nothing. Um, and that one, I'm a thousand percent sure. It's nothing, nothing, yeah? The same thing Nebuchadnezzar realized, yeah? And of course he realized again, God, he does, he does according to the will in the army of heaven among the inhabitants of the earth. God does according to his will. Whatever happens here, yeah? And no one, no one can, can stay his hand or say unto him, yeah? Uh, well, why do it? Uh, what do you do? Uh, well, can you instruct God? That's the thing. That's the thing we have today. Problem today. People think they can instruct God. Yeah, it's quite shocking. See, that's I would say it's very foolish uh, trying to instruct God on how to do anything. Does most of the people they they are quite afraid. Yeah, if they appear on a, in a court, yeah, they've been accounted for something. They're caught doing something. Yeah, they're fearful. You're fearful for that, but you don't fear when it comes to the righteous God. Let me tell you guys, folks, let me tell you something. It's a fearful thing. To, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord. You cannot instruct. You can't instruct God. You can't. You don't even have a universe. See, that's the difference. God has a universe. You don't. Yeah? You can't instruct him. Yeah? You have nothing. And uh, actually, humans, your existence upon this earth is based upon the existence of another entity, yeah? you, but God's existence on this earth is based upon himself, but you, it's not based even on yourself, you, yeah? just shows the power and authority of God, it's him with the preeminence, with all power, all knowledge, trust him, give him the glory and honor, yeah? that's what Nebuchadnezzar realized, yeah? he's a reason returned unto him and gave glory, and of course the promise was kept, it was kept, you see God kept his kingdom, it was brought back unto him, yeah? His kingdom and his brightness and the counselors and his lords. So turn to him here. Yeah? He was establishing his kingdom and majesty. Majesty was added unto him. And Nebuchadnezzar poor praised God. And he, came, he even left the lesson, guys. God abases. God abases the proud. That's the same lesson we see again in James chapter 4. God abases. God will humble you. If you're proud, God will humble you. Yeah? Then with 
but this this was a really amazing lesson we learned from this chapter. A lot we learn here that you should give God the glory. Guys, that's the thing. Don't don't give any anything good. Give give God the glory. Thank you for all things. Don't you don't take the glory to yourself. Give the glory to God and give thanks for it. And it just shows us again the wisdom, because I think recently we did something, the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. We clearly see it here. It's only if you're in the spirit, there are things man can't understand unless you're in the spirit is when you understand. Yeah. Sometimes maybe I might say something, that's all I say. Yeah? I've heard many people say, you know, some things, even Jesus says it. Yeah? Unless you're walking in the spirit, you can't understand it. Yeah? The things of God, you can't. That's the same thing with the dreams. Yeah? You can't unless God shows it to you, the things of the spirit of God. That's another lesson we learn. You need the wisdom of God and in all things. On the conclusion of the matter, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with us all. Remember to do what he says. Follow him. Hear his voice. Keep in prayer. Keep in him.